Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello, welcome back to the podcast, and this extra special Christmas treat, much like a fruitcake you will never forget. Go with the I'm Elaine. <laughs> I'm Carly. John. Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. We take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these movies on anyone's top ten list, especially this one. (laughs) Oh, no. But maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give this film a first chance. (laughs) I would put this movie firmly on a top ten list. <laughs> the top ten Jack Frost movies? No, no. The top ten what movies Tony has made me angry <laughs> by watching. So that I get not, uh, eight more? Spoiler, think? Elaine is going to yay this hard. Oh. Maybe. We'll see. You know yay what? I had, to, I had to stop and look. Yeah, I said yay. We had a lower Rotten Tomatoes score. <laughs> like, it's reverse psychology. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So what are we doing today? We're doing Jack Frost 2, Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. This is for DJ. If you have not um, been with us for a while, back in December of 2017, we reviewed Jack Frost 1, the original, the greatest Jack Frost, not to be confused with Michael Keaton's Jack Frost, which I shat on that whole episode, (laughs) by the way. This is... uh, and I re-listened to that episode, and so should you, listeners. If you haven't heard it before you listen to us talk about Jack Frost 2, <coughs> please go listen to our review of Jack Frost 1. Yeah, we'll wait. Hold on. It's especially nope. important. We're waiting for them to go out and listen to the first one. Yeah, they can just pause this at any time. They can but do that? But it's especially important to, remember, to listen for <coughs> when Tony says, yeah, the second one is better. <laughs> Did I say that? You said you it on said more it. than one occasion. <laughs> Like well, you said it a bunch. It of might times. have been a while. Since you had told that to us on multiple occasions, but you said it on the podcast. I heard it. Damn it! You said it a bunch on that podcast. It's our episode forty-seven. Yes. If you want to go back and listen, I was gonna. Oh, I should have did a soundbite for that, but like, not as good as the second one. <laughs> not as good as the second one. Well, this came out November twenty-first, two thousand, on VHS. VHS. <laughs> then you didn't. It wasn't released. Uh, it wasn't what? No. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. So I think it was like, you know, Direct Titanic to video? And then this. Yeah. It was like they number were, two. They were still making videos in 2000? Yeah. I think, I think uh, Cameron turned this down. Yeah. Uh, is IMDb score of 3.7? That's out of 10. Is, okay. Rotten Tomatoes, 30%. 30%? Audience score. It has. Uh, what's, what's its thermometer? Uh, I don't think it has one. It doesn't have one. <laughs> no, but and, and no I had critical, to look. No critical review. I was curious no, no. to see two things. One, did Jack Frost's uh, Rotten Tomato score move because it was 7% when we were in 17? Yeah. Still 7%, Damn. by the way. And I tried to raise it. I all know. my good reviews of that movie are all for that. <laughs> and I was then curious which one of these opuses had a higher Rotten Tomato score. And this movie here isn't rated. <laughs> 30% audience <laughs> score. Yeah. Think of all the movies we've done that weren't 30% audience scores. Yeah. Like, better than. Thirty <laughs> percent of the people that watched this movie thought it was good. Yeah. Well, yeah. think about the people who are seeking this movie out. Do you think hey. that? <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> if you're seeking this movie out, then you're looking for a bad horror. If movie. you liked Jack Frost so much that you wanted to see the sequel, these are people yeah. who are listening to think or watching Thanksgiving and every holiday horror movie. I watched that. 
They're the kind of <laughs> people know. who enjoy Jason X. If you're that kind of person, please listen to our review of Jason X. One of the main things about this movie, I think, that got it any kind of watching was uh, the fact that they had a hologram cover. Mm. Like the, the VHS tape had a hologram on it, just like the first one. Mm. And that was like a big deal. Which is cool. Yeah. <laughs> right. So... Let's get this one. We don't know uh, what the budget of gross was because, because it's not listed. <laughs> it wasn't a lot. No. <laughs> Couldn't have made much. Could not have made much. One of my uh, problems I have with this movie is that it's one hour and 31 minutes long. Oh. Yeah, I definitely know they could have cut a minute out. Uh, somewhere. I mean, it was written by Michael Cooney, which you will remember from Jack Frost 1. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and that's it. That's it. And he also directed, did he not? He directed it as well. He's a welcome back to the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's starring Sam Tyler. Rest in peace, he died. Tragically, in a avalanche. <laughs> which you talked about in the other episode. And also, there was supposed to be a threequel to this. Yeah, no, no. Oh, man. Which I laughed and I felt bad about. And I laughed again. <laughs> he was also in To Live and Die in L.A. And a lot of TV shows from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Another welcome back to the podcast, besides Jack Frost, was Eileen Seeley, who played Anna's wife, because she played Martha in Batman Forever. Why do you say that name? And Scott McDonald returns as Jack Frost. He was in Jarhead and Fire in the Sky, which I hope Elaine does someday. I doubt it. Fire in the Sky legit terrified me as a child. Scared me too. Like she's afraid as an adult. <laughs> we saw it. We saw it in the theater. Here we go again. It, there was a double feature. That's right. I'm telling this story. If you were a long time listener, you probably heard it again. We saw it in the theater. <laughs> it was a double feature, and it was the first movie we watched. I don't know. And the second movie was some sort of family movie. I do not know why this was a double feature. <laughs> and I was like nine. What year? I don't know what year it came out, but I was a child, and I was so terrified no during the flashback scenes that I hid like crouched down on the floor because i was so scared of it and then i wouldn't go to the and then i was like terrified to sleep for like a month you know what elaine does mm-hmm. when there's something embarrassing on tv she'll hide herself so the yes. evil box on the I wall do know can't she does see that. her <laughs> i do that also when i get embarrassed in books i like cut i like shut it and like hold it away and i'm like and he's like what are you doing and i'm like it's so embarrassing and I could just legit turn the page but that's not what I do it's one of those weird things that makes her my wife oh I'm a fun person so this movie won an award is it a Razzie no is it a it wasn't good enough it won a Razzie. golden a golden colon it won a golden trailer award for okay. trashiest trailer I could see that you know what I'm sp- I'm very spoilers no, he didn't say it's not fucking frosty. In the whole movie, I was he waiting for him say to say that. it's not fucking frosty, and he didn't fucking do it. So I have two reviews. Okay. There was two people who reviewed this. There's, There's lots, lots of people There's that lots of reviewed. people reviewed this, and there was lots of people who reviewed this with ten out of ten stars. Bullshit. No, no, no. I actually went onto the IMDb <clears throat> user reviews to look at reviews, and I was like, wow, people are need to lay off the meth. <laughs> so the first review is by Kev. McCulloch. All right. He says, this is the worst film I have ever seen, bar none. From the flimsy-looking, poorly-lit sets to the laughable acting to the infantile plot and shoddy, drawn-out action sequences, this film is so bad. It's hilarious. For about ten minutes, after which you will be reaching for the remote or power socket to end this film (laughs) non-experience. 
And then the other one is from J.C. Doe 2. Mm-hmm. I got to hear this. Not Ask, J.C. Doe 1. No. Right. T- totally different person. J.C. Doe 1 didn't like this. J.C. Doe 2 did. Absolutely hilarious. A delicious B movie. Okay, I'll say it. This movie made me laugh so hard that it hurt. This statement may offend some of you who may think that this movie is nothing more than a waste of film, but the thing that most people don't get is that this movie was intended to be bad and cheesy. I mean, did people actually think that a movie about a killer snowman was intended to be a masterpiece? And just look at the scary hologram on the jacket of the movie and you'll find your answer. That's it. Actually, the scary hologram makes it look like it's a more serious horror movie than it is. (laughs) I don't understand people who think that like, yes, this movie was cheesy, and yes, it's meant to be kind of funny, or it's meant to be funny, obviously, with all those puns and one-liners and stuff like that, but the guy still thinks he's making a good movie. Like, this, he's spending his time, this is his job, he's getting paid, they have to think that they at least have something that will be entertaining, yeah. not a fucking joke. Mm. Well. What'd you think going in, John? I thought... How could you improve on Jack Frost 1? I mean, seriously. How? And Tony said this is better than Jack Frost 1. I'm excited about this. Carly? I thought six and a half years. (laughs) I managed to not have to watch this movie. Because Tony has informed me that someday I would. I mean, from the beginning. Years ago, he made DJ watch it. And uh, <laughs> is it a bad time to tell you that we start this whole podcast so he can get you to watch this movie? Oh. <laughs> we're done after this. Is all we're six and yeah, a half done years. <laughs> we're going out on Jack Frost. This is our last podcast. It was all just to get Carla to watch this movie. And now I have to watch. Time it. well spent. What's really funny is at the end of the previous episode, you talk about how it's been three years and you still haven't had to watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and that uh. made me laugh. <laughs> You're like, I thought, okay. Um, okay, all right. I, I remember the first one. It wasn't great, but there were parts that were kind of fun. So hopefully like, this one is kind of fun too. We'll see if it hmm. was. Well, <laughs> I mean, this there was, was, you know what I was there happy? There was Captain Spoilers, fun. There was no carrot rape scene in this. So, and That's I thought there would be. So. That is a plus. Are you counting how many pages of notes you have? Yeah, it's a lot of pages. Oh my god! What did you do? Write the whole screenplay? <laughs> the script was six pages long. What did you write? The story begins with ominous music. We cut to Sam Tyler, sheriff of Snowminton. What's funny is you did this exact part in the last episode. You started writing a Jack Frost too. We had to stop you, and you did it better then. Try it again. Go. Oh. <laughs> Take three. Go. The story begins with ominous music. We cut to a S- Sam Tiller. Is it Tiller or Tyler? Tiller. I don't know. I don't know. Sheriff of Snowman. Sheriff. From the first film. Worst fucking name for a town. He is at a th- he's at a therapy session with a psychiatrist. He immediately recounts the Jack Frost killer story. Thirty eight kills. Jack was nimble, Jack was quick, Jack gouged eyes with candlesticks. He smashed their skulls with sticks and stones used iron bars to break their bones. He hid their kill he hid his kills in tiny places so he wouldn't have to see their faces. He explains how much how uh, he caught him and Jack was convicted and put on death row, but there was an accident. At this point, we hear giggles coming from somewhere else <clears throat> in the psychiatry office. 
And then we see that it's the psychiatrist's secretary. She's listening in on, on one of those speaker. intercom speaker yeah. I'm pretty things. sure you could get this guy's medical license pulled for this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's not worry about that kind of thing in this movie. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that we could get this guy, uh, his medical license pulled because this is very unprofessional. Mm-hmm. Unprofessional? <laughs> Breach of patient confidentiality. Uh, For 100%. Because it's not just the secretary. It seems to be another fucking patient or the janitor or somebody. Other people from the office, and they all listen in and laugh at the ridiculous story of the mutant killer snowman. Even the doctor can't stop from laughing. But they want to know is how did they beat him? Antifreeze. They covered him in antifreeze and then buried him in an unmarked grave. Then we get the title Jack Frost 2. We cut to the said grave. Two men walk up. One is showing the other where it is so he, he can collect a reward. After he shows him, though, the other man sh- shoots him and starts to dig up the antifreeze. Oh, wow. <clears throat> the antifreeze is taken to a lab where scientists dump it into a fish tank to study it. A uh, montage of test tubes and microscopes, etc., go on, and it appears they are trying to get a reaction from the liquid using different types of agitation and i'm watching this going are they trying to bring jack Frost to life because they know it's real that's fucking stupid nothing seems to work the scientists call a night but one of them leaves a cup a cup of coffee on top of uh up top of the tank so the magical secret ingredient is coffee no no cold coffee (laughs) a cold cup of coffee turns antifreeze into snow what (laughs) <laughs> what? Is that too hard for you to believe? And I'm just, what? I'm just like also, the coffee woke him up. If Ugh. you're if you're seriously performing science experiments on this antifreeze, you're not going to put your coffee on it. On it. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to store your antifreeze-soaked mutant killer snowman in an open fish tank that too. swings. <laughs> it is it's, like, it's, it's like hanging from chains. So it's like it swings. What? Why? Why so, would you have your? Ooh, this why? is fun. We should have had a drinking game. Every time something you're like, what? Why? You take a shot. <laughs> no, we We'd don't. We don't. It is Wednesday. Wednesday I wrote so we're recording this. <laughs> I have to work in the morning. I wrote down. Cold coffee puts Jack back together. Fuck off, movie. <laughs> well, that's what wakes you up is coffee. Oh, the and best then, part of oh, it. You know what? That actually makes sense. It does. This part, part of the podcast told brought you by they focus. had made a comment like that, I would have laughed. Oh my god, I would have. So now. Then the janitor comes She's in. She's got more. Mm-hmm. Dewey from Scream. And the janitor backs into the fish tank like three times. Yeah. And I'm like, this janitor, has he never worked in a science lab before? Because you're like super careful. Even when you're vacuuming, like if I was a maid, when you're vacuuming someone's house, you're super careful about what you're running into. You would not back into the same thing <laughs> three times. Like, you know this is an open fish tank full of liquid that's hanging from the ceiling on chains. I don't want this on me. I don't know what they're putting in that. This does not seem to be a lab that cares about standards or um, proper research. So what if that could kill me? When he did it one time, I was like, And obviously okay. it could kill me if I just poured a little cup of and gel And then in he there. did it a second time, and I was like, nope. And then he did it a third time, and I was like, hell no. Hell to the no, no, no. <laughs> so the coffee falls mm-hmm. into the antifreeze and reacts with Jack's cells, wakes him up, mm-hmm. and then the tank immediately freezes over and explodes, mm-hmm. killing the janitor. The ice melts and goes down a floor drain, and we hear Jack say it's time for revenge. 
We jumped to Snowminton National Airport. Oh my God! You know no, that no. place. <laughs> international Airport. <laughs> Snowminton has an international airport. It's really big. Maybe they go to Canada. <laughs> what? We have an international <clears throat> airport that I think goes to like Puerto Rico or something. <laughs> but we're a pretty big city. I know, but if you're city. actually leaving the country, you don't leave there from here. You go somewhere else and leave the country. That's true. But <laughs> we are the same size and we're in the same population demographic as Miami. Snowmington <laughs> is in the same population demographic as our house. <laughs> Especially after Jack Frost won. It's the same as there with his wife. It should be a regional airport with those little tiny planes. <laughs> yeah. They're waiting Definitely. on their friends, Joe and Marla. Uh, they're all going on a little Christmas couples vacation thing. Well, because they're getting married. <clears throat> and yeah. Joe Sam, and Marla are getting married. Sam is nervous, thinking of backing out. It's their one year, one year anniversary of the incident. They're also leaving their shit kid behind. Shit kid. <laughs> Well, he did make really the cool antifreeze cookies. <laughs> they did, I mean, they talk about this kid and how he's staying with grandparents or because they couldn't get him to come back for the sequel. He was like, no. he was too busy. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Anything else? Well, I'm pretty sure that this was <laughs> he was ironing his face. <laughs> no, they probably couldn't have a child on the set because Elaine is convinced that either that this is accidentally cross filmed with the porno. <laughs> She's got some Jason Triple X vibes. Mm-hmm. I have notes. They happen later. <laughs> Once Joe and Marla arrive, they all hop on <clears throat> the good foot board, the bad thing. Aboard no. the plane, not shown. And <laughs> they all cut to beautiful Santa Clarita, or I mean, an unnamed tropical island. Which I thought Tony had said they go to Hawaii, and I'm watching this. And I said, I thought yeah, he said I thought it was Hawaii. And he goes, it's an unnamed tropical paradise. I said, it's definitely not Hawaii. <laughs> he, did, he did say it was Hawaii, but like when he was selling his snowman in Hawaii. But I feel like this is one of those resorts <laughs> in Ecuador, <laughs> you know, definitely not or Guatemala, where you go to the all inclusive resort that you can't leave because then you'll be kidnapped and ransomed <laughs> back to the United States because they think all Americans have oodles of money. Does that happen in Mexico? That's a big thing. In that no, is. it's um, oh shit, it's in Central America. It's yes, America. which is where Honduras. Ecuador and Guatemala are. But mm-hmm. it does actually happen like in Honduras. In, you're not allowed to leave. They say you know. <laughs> that actually happens in Mexico. When my dad was working in Mexico, he had to be really careful because they often kidnap Americans there too. When he was working, we want in all of your money. How long? Ten bucks. I don't know. We're gonna rent. We want millions. All right, you gotta kill me. You're not getting that from me. So, uh, at the hotel, we meet the colonel, Bobby. The fucking colonel? Don't know, just let it go. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) The colonel seems to be the manager of this place with Bobby, or seems to be like the owner Mm -hmm. of this place while Bobby's the manager, I assume. Bobby. They watch everyone get off the transport jeep, and the colonel runs down each each passenger's subplot. Mm -hmm. Rose, Ashley, and Paisley... Our three late teens, probably early 20 girls, looking to have fun on the island. Is this a porno? They want to hop on the good foot and do the bad Keep thing. Keep going. They do. Uh, young Asian man is doing a photo shoot with a, another, like I said, an Asian lady. I thought she was like his assistant, but they end up not really being together, so I don't mm-hmm. know. And then a blonde lady. Um, Who's a model. model and is they, this a porno? <laughs> I think he's basically he's coded, coded as gay. 
Yes, the photographer does seem to be coded as gay, and then there's a mom. But, like, literally, he's describing these people and their stories to Bobby, Mm -hmm. and it's the setup for a fucking porno. (laughs) He's like, it's their first vacation away from From their their parents. (laughs) Then Sam and Joe and Marla get off, and the colonel goes to speak with them. He says, welcome welcome to uh, Joe and Marla. And so, I keep I wrote Maria for some reason. Oh, and Maria, says they are Maria. they are in the honeymoon suite. Then he speaks to Sam and Ann and we find out. Honeymoon suite. Too. We'll see later. That has two twin size beds. Yeah, this honeymoon suite is. I know. <laughs> and he speaks they to Sam and Ann and finds out that Sam has set this all up as a second honeymoon. Do you know what the honeymoon suite is for? Hippity dippity. Slapping. Skins. They don't even have the three seashells. Entering the premises. And then entering the premises. Waving your tally whacker. Showing her the schlong. <laughs> oh, Lord. Giving her the porno. Giving her the old high hard one. Giving her the old high hard one. Look. Then you got to do the thing. But it's weird because he says everybody's names when they get off, but then he doesn't seem to know what, like, Joe and Marla's name is. The Colonel, this is. Yeah. Which you would think if somebody had booked a wedding... You would know yeah. who they are. I would hope. Mm-hmm. But also, it's weird that um, Sam is trying, in the beginning, trying so hard to back out when he set up this When he set up the second honeymoon for them. It's like a plot hole in this movie. And, oh. But I noticed oh. this, um, this is very 90s, low budget. Oh, like yeah? The, um, the, hold on. Like the Saved by the Bell Hawaiian vacation where there's like six people who work for the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Same thing here. There's only five employees. Mm-hmm. And the entire thing, which yeah. is like, yeah, that makes sense. And there's giant, only 15 all in, guests. <laughs> all-inclusive resort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's four employees. Um, okay, what did it do? Oh, okay. And then we have to talk, uh, I said, and then we have to talk about their kiss. Because oh. as they're getting ready to leave, Sam kisses his wife, but he, it makes me question if Sam's human. <laughs> I took a picture of this kiss. Oh, <laughs> Post that to the Facebook page. I'll post it to the Facebook page. You showed it to me already. And then when they did it, I may reverse and watch it again. She goes in to just do like a peck, like lip-lip touch. (laughs) He opens his mouth like a snake and rubs his lips down her face. (laughs) It's very unsettling. Is that not how you kiss? That's not how I kiss. Is Tony was using his hands? As well. <laughs> <laughs> I just, oh my God! That was my lady kisses like that. No, oh my just, God! I do that. Don't tell me that. You're a lucky man. <laughs> <laughs> I want everybody to think that's how you kiss. That's, that's the way that she gets down. And you'll never so, know. I no, I don't want to be known as that chick that eats her husband's face. <laughs> More about so. We cut to two men stuck on a yellow raft. We need to get this going. What here. is this scene about? Lost what? in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> they fight over. Who the, the fuck are these guys? <laughs> I thought they oh, were gonna be characters. <laughs> oh my! In the no, no, this no. is the only fucking scene <laughs> they're in. You gotta get to the craziest part. Let them go. Let them go. Okay. So they're fighting over the remaining rations: a candy bar and a carrot. What? <laughs> okay. First of all, it's a cooler, and in the cooler we have a candy bar and a carrot. Neither of which need to be in the fucking cooler. <laughs> well, the candy bar maybe because if you're in the sun, it'll melt. And what happens However, with their boat? Have you ever had a cooler with no ice? 
just sit outside for a while. It gets hot. It gets, it gets hot. <laughs> if that candy bar is worse off in that cooler. That is now a chocolate-covered carrot. <laughs> but what the Ooh, hell? And it's just a big carrot. It's yes. not in a bag or wrapped <laughs> up or anything. He opens the cooler and we just see a big carrot. I'm just like so upset at this. I was because not that upset about it. It just they just appear out of You're nowhere. They the shipwreck these weird of all, and, of all the shit that happens in this movie, this is not what bothered me. <laughs> and they just look like such weird, creepy dudes. They look yeah. like homeless people in a raft. You know what? We don't need to put any more they thought were, into this because this scene wasn't that long. Maybe. They <laughs> obviously owned a boat which they sank, left. I don't know. But people who can own a boat bring more on their boat than fucking a carrot and a candy bar. <laughs> So they fight over, well, the one guy says it's time to eat the rations, so let's have that candy bar. And then you find out that the other guy had already eaten it. So they get into a big fight, and he says, well, I'm just going to eat the carrot. And then he goes to eat the carrot, and they get into a fist fight or physical fight and ends up throwing the one guy. The candy bar is like, no, you have to share that carrot with me. And he basically throws him over the side, and Jack Frost is there, of course. And pulls the one guy under. Of course. Kills him. Of course. <laughs> and why else would this scene be in there? Shoots a spike through the other guy and reclaims his characters. I mean... Well, I don't think that was his character. Well, no, it was his character. I enjoy... I don't know if that's the right word. <laughs> how, he, how he murders people to get the snowman accoutrements. Mm-hmm. But I don't... Side quest? I don't... Yes. Yeah, side quest. But I don't understand this whole... There's very little snowman action in this movie. He mostly is just liquid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's never really a snowman. Which he's, is... He's a, a man in a fuzzy suit for Which a is while. disappointing because we don't get enough oven mitt snowman arms. <laughs> which is... Love those. But it just... It's so weird. Like, he traveled the whole ocean. I guess. How many grocery stores with carrots did he pass let's not worry about way. that <laughs> and how did he get from that lab to the ocean to the drain right that oh. led to the ocean right presumably the gulf of mexico I don't, well i don't know where snowminton is located let's not worry about that <laughs> could be you guys, anywhere. Are, you guys are pulling on strings here that don't need to be pulled on there's so there's giant <laughs> holes in this sweater this isn't a sweater this is an old lady's basket of m- miscellaneous yarn. <laughs> I think I need to put that picture on the, po- on the podcast forum. All right. So night falls and everyone's dancing and drinking at the resort. A, fil- a familiar carrot washes up on shore. There's a party and I'm Shannon not invited. Elizabeth loves this carrot. Somebody's going to. What? Like, why don't... I just wish it, maybe there was like a puddle with the carrot that maybe was tinted blue a little bit so I could... Like antifreeze? Instead of it's just a fucking carrot in the <coughs> sand. It's not scary. Carrots aren't scary. The three Unless girls they show up in your bathtub. Rose. Hello. <laughs> the three girls, Rose, Ashley, and Paisley, are... Rose, Ashley, and Paisley. Are checking... Are at scoping the, out the dudes. At they the bar. specifically <laughs> scope out the two men... Who we well? They don't scope them out in this movie. They they're they're looking at someone else, and then Bobby tells points the other dude. No, no, they're looking. The two people they're looking at are the sheriff and dude man that the sheriff came with. Oh, is that right? Yeah, because they're like Hawaiian shirt over there. We cut to him. He's in Hawaiian shirt over there. Then tall and (laughs) and then yeah, like they're looking at old dudes and then we're watching in this Bobby. Bobby then points them to the young frat boys, I guess. 
And they're like, ooh, bad boys. I said, no, those are frat boys. <laughs> those are the boys you got to watch <laughs> those out. Those girls right there, they're, you know, they're trying to get laid. Those guys look like the kind of guys you have to tell if she's asleep, that means no. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, that phrase. <laughs> so Anjo and uh, Marla form a Congo line, and uh, the blonde model tries to hit on Joe. Marla pushes Joe out of the way and tells her, hey, he's taken. Bye. I think in the screenplay they had a much more attractive man playing Joe. <laughs> but I was very confused. But he's not even being charismatic or anything. Which, he's again. just sitting there. <clears throat> well, he's got a very big medulla oblongata. Is this a porno? <laughs> because in porn, they have the hot chick and... Or what is uh, what we're coded as hot chick? <laughs> I'm not sure. I mean, she's we'll all right. Take your time. But <laughs> she she looks like a hot porn chick, not like okay. A girl. Here we go. <laughs> but they always hit on the dude that you're like. Why can't you be an attractive dude? Because she's got a big old wonderslong. I don't know about Kylie Wacker. I don't know about Joe and the wonderslong, but that again, it's like porn. Well, it's two inches <clears throat> from the floor. Oh. <laughs> nobody so. wants an elephant. Uh, no, that's no, nobody wants that in their life. So Sam is moping by himself, and he's hearing Jack Frost in his head. When another Tropicana crew, another of the Tropicana crew, Captain Fun, comes over to try and cheer oh, him up. Captain Fun, please just skip over this part. <laughs> he even has a Captain Fun T-shirt. See, I just told you to skip over that part. <laughs> Our crew At starts. This point, I wanted to stab myself with an icicle. <laughs> Our crew starts singing Christmas carols, karaoke style. Oh, my God. Even Jack Frost is not enjoying this. It's the worst. I, I'm i not good. I'm not a good singer. Not even in the shower or the car. It doesn't stop me oh, from sure doing you it. Are, dear. But I'm not a good singer. But they couldn't. They were. They couldn't. They could not. I'm a great singer. <laughs> there was a barber in the <laughs> And she. Sorry. Later that night, Joe and Sam are a bit drunk. Hanging at the bar, the model hits on Joe again. Hello. Then Joe and Sam talk about Jack Frost a little bit. They agree that, no, he's gone. He's dead and buried. <clears throat> we cut to the three ladies. They're having a little bonfire beach hangout. Because the boys have gotten lost? That they were, did, did no, they, they're well, waiting on them. They're waiting on the boys to think maybe they got lost. But they went to have bonfire on the beach because they're young and dumb and don't understand that sand gets everywhere. Also... It's three to two. So they're arguing who gets who. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. We maybe we should let them decide. Hell no, we're gonna decide. Everybody wants They this. don't even know which one is which. Nope. Yeah. And this is when I thought, speaking of your porno line, that they're just gonna decide to share. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those everybody keeps you know, rotate. <laughs> um grab somebody new. Jack's carrot noses. Somebody grab my butt. Nearby listening. And the uh, brunette. Because carrots have ears? Yes. The brunette, uh, Ashley, says the fire's dying, so she's going to go get her some charcoal. Which, what? Like, you don't. No, like you don't. Maybe if they were grilling out? <laughs> I mean, out. although you, you typically mine? want your fire to go out when you're grilling <laughs> out. My next line was Jack hears this with his ears. <laughs> He's a carrot, not an ear of corn. Oh. That would at least have been a fun pun. Oh. That's terrible. <laughs> that was this movie. So she sees, she sees a trail of charcoal set up, and she follows it. What? And every time she bends down to pick a piece up, 
Jack is above her and drops a large ice shard. And down. he's like, oh, damn! Wait, and misses how, her. How did he climb a tree? Don't worry about that. <laughs> Frustrated, he drops another and another, but they keep missing. So Finally, he, he says, fuck it. And what's he do, John? He throws an ice anvil on a her. A giant one. Which is A giant ice anvil. Hilarious. And it crushes her. <laughs> Back at the bonfire. One Calling of, it now, favorite tertiary object. <laughs> Yours? Oh, yeah. Ice anvil. It's not mine, so. It's not mine either. Back at the bonfire, the other girls wonder what happened to uh, Ashley. Paisley goes looking for her and finds the huge anvil with their friend's remains under it. She freaks out, like you do, but Jack sets up a group of sharp ice spikes behind her and then shoots one through her foot. She trips and falls back onto it and kills herself, kills her that way, too. This Because girls always fall down on these things. They do. That's a good snowman death. Mm -hmm. Um, Ice anvil... That's a wily coyote death. Yeah. <laughs> Ice spikes. It actually said scary snowman yeah. death. Actually, the part of the first episode we did on Jack Frost One that we were listening to in the car, you mentioned about how that's the coolest way he has to kill people, and how come he only did it like once in the first movie? <laughs> so Rose is left alone. She starts calling out to her friends, and she's thinking they stole the boys. Jack starts to call out to her, scaring her. Yeah, she, she does. picks up some barbecue tongs and holds them out in a threatening manner. <laughs> and he's like, really? There's Gross. nothing threatening about fucking tongs. Yet. Then <laughs> Jack laughs, continues to harass her, snatches the tongs from her, and rams them through her eyes. Now yeah. they are threat. Yes. Which was great. Later, we see the tongs with her eyeballs <laughs> with hanging off of them. Which, I have to say... Made me laugh. <laughs> so we cut to Sam the and Anne. Tongue, the tongue, tongue, tongs. Sam and Anne, it's the morning now. Sam and Anne are sleeping, and Captain Fun jumps in their bed. Fuck this guy! <laughs> Tells them to report to archery range immediately. Captain Fun would have got choked out. <laughs> yeah, in your guy's bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Submission by armbar and choke. Sam is suffering from post-traumatic stress from his mutant snowman killer. Which would have been my excuse. So Why'd you kill him? He would... Like, he would not have reacted well to mis- to Captain Fun in his bed. Like, he should have punched him in the face. Bed. Punched no. I'm ripping his head clean the fuck off. <laughs> right? <laughs> Captain, so, not so fun. <laughs> we cut to Joe and Marie. Uh, they're sleeping in separate beds because it's the 30s. I was like, hold on. <laughs> and then Lucy hold and Ricky on. come in and go, why are you in my bed? <laughs> this teeny yeah, tiny room with these cots. <laughs> I don't even know if they're twin size beds. They are. They're definitely <laughs> twin beds. Joe wants to move to her bed and do some hibbity. Dibbity. And if they have some time, dibbity. Mm-hmm. She wants mm-hmm. to hold off she until says no. after their wedding. It will ruin their wedding night. No, it won't. And he's like, we've been having all the sex at home. And she's like, no, we're doing a thing. I have to tell you, my greatest disappointment of this movie is I did not get to see Marla in a wedding dress. (laughs) Really? That's the biggest? Yep. I kept waiting for it. I wanted Jack to, like, interrupt her wedding. (laughs) And we see her, like, bloody in a wedding dress. And it didn't happen. It does kind of officiate it later, but we'll get to that. (laughs) Downstairs, the colonel is taste testing the food at the buffet. (laughs) Gross. And giving Bobby feedback. And Bobby has all of these things just handy. Yeah, well, at one point he says it could use some orange. He just tosses a whole orange in there. Yeah, so yeah. Bobby also doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. He's just putting salt in everything. He doesn't care. <laughs> they hear a woman scream. Colonel runs to see. Colonel runs to see what it is. Bobby says, "Nah, man, I'm good." <laughs> <laughs> Bobby's a Jamaican, as you could tell by my 
excellent accent. Yeah, I'm on. So it's it's in Jamaica, not Hawaii. Oh, well. Jamaican be crazy. He may be left Jamaica and not to Hawaii. It's not Hawaii, for sure. <laughs> you want to do another <laughs> I still think it's in Ecuador somewhere. <laughs> Colonel uh, gets to the scene and says, everybody calm down. He uh, once had to dispatch a man with a broken teacup. So he's basically Riddick. He sees the crushed chica <laughs> and is like, holy shit. Shark attack. Then he tell you, <laughs> he says it's a shark attack and he tells the couple that witnessed or found the body that if they don't say anything, their room service is on the house. They agree and split. Bobby strolls up and is like, shit. Colonel tells Bobby, get me the island security. Get me Agent Manners. Now, Agent Manners may sound familiar to you. Because he's in the first one. Because he was my least favorite character in is the first one. Is he in the first one? Well, the character is. This is a different actor. This is like, he, Agent Manners is basically Bond. So he played, you know, is a different No, one. no, they explained why he looks different in this. Which most... It's the, obviously because he's it. wearing an eye thing. patch. <laughs> I was doing a thing. Yep, sorry. Explaining. And in most movies, they recast it and don't mention it. And this movie, he says he had 15 surgeries. 15. It's a lot of surgeries. So he look. That's why he looks different. I appreciate the fact that they took the time to explain why you the like recast character. Fan of continuity. Right. I'm a big fan of continuity. So you know what? Jack Frost too. Give it a yay, guys. You heard it. So he definitely mm. yays this. So yeah, there there are room services on the house. Let's uh, see. Do do do. Oh, give me manners, Agent Manners. Bobby says no, not the scary dude. <laughs> and he says yes. Scary, scary dude. dude. Then Manor shows up. Guess what? He's already here. Scary dude is already here. He has the tongs in his hands. With the eyeballs attached. <laughs> the eyeballs. He says, there's, he says there's three murder victims. Colonel says, murder? Please. It's a shark attack. He says, really? Would a shark do this? And he holds up the tongs with the eyeballs hanging off. <laughs> and he says, yep. <laughs> Which, I, why do we need eyeball tongs as our proof it couldn't be a shark when we're like... 50 feet at least from the fucking water's edge. <laughs> High tide. Well, you're at low tide right now. Land shark. <laughs> Sam comes over and asks, what's up? The three men try to block his vision to the murder scene. And uh, they all say it's a murderous shark attack. Manor says, what? Mm-hmm. And he says, it's a murder, murderous coconut shark. <laughs> yeah, it's a coconut Sam shark. Sam recognizes his name. You're Agent Manor from Snowmington last year. He's like, no, I'm not. No, he's I'm like, not. He's like, I definitely am not, Sheriff. Well, how do you know I'm a sheriff? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is the fucking worst dialogue ever written. And like John said, it took 15 operations to restore his face. See? <laughs> then he moved to an island where it is never, ever cold and does not snow. Which is what I... I mean, that's a quality plan. Mm-hmm. I can see that. They leave Sam and regroup at the office. The 15 surgeries, not so much. <laughs> Colonel wants to uh, just tell the authorities. Manners wants to tell the guests too to warn them. Bobby says, "Well, the phone lines are down, so we can't call the other authorities." Colonel does not want a guest to be told and uh, goes to check on the satellite dish. Also, how we know it's not Hawaii? Um, there's cops in Hawaii. <laughs> they're on. A, a, they're they're on Gilligan's Island here. Yeah, there's nothing on this island. I think the colonel owns this island. He also he might. is a fucking Scooby-Doo villain. If I ever <laughs> saw a Scooby-Doo villain. So uh, the colonel and Bobby check the satellite uplink. 
and uh, it's been shorted out, waterlogged. By a, like, oh, they open it and water pulls out, pulls out, and I'm like, all right, pours this out. is pulls out. this is fucking. It's gonna pour out. It's gonna reconstitute into a snowman, and Bobby's gonna get it right here. That is not what happened, but that is what should have happened. <laughs> Bobby says, "Don't sweat it, man. A supply ship is coming tomorrow." He said, "Don't sweat it, man." Till then, I could on, go right now. We're on our own. Uh, Colonel gets the staff together, explains the situation. Sam and his friends are wondering where the hell are all the staff. Back There's only at, five people who work here. <laughs> back at the meeting, manager wants to secure the guests and question them one by one. Colonel <clears throat> says, "No way. Uh, we they'll." He still wants them to all have a fun time despite the murders. He's very concerned about their fun time. Well, good for him. The colonel is on some serious. I think drugs. they do the same thing in four seasons. Not four he, seasons. <laughs> <laughs> at the Waldorf the story. Mm. We cut to the fashion photographer and uh, his blonde model. Jack mm-hmm. sneaks up and says she could use some Christmas stuffing, if you know what I mean. The photographer is snapping pick after pick. Oh, this is terrible. Girl with a snowboard on an island. He's genius. I'm a genius. He stops to reload. You're an his, asshole. He stops to reload his Polaroid camera and begins to snap pics again. But uh, this time the models, her nipples are not poking out. The headlights are not on. So mm-hmm. he goes to get some ice for her to rub on them. And all the icicles now And Elaine writes down. And just cut me off again. right in the sentence. Don't even worry about it. All right, finish your sentence. No, nah, fuck you, I'm done. <laughs> Elaine writes down, again, is this porn? Ice on the boobies? And the ice is excited to be on the boobies. Because the <laughs> ice is talking, listener. It's talking about well, how excited is it is Frost. to and be ice. on the boobies. Cooler. But then she the cools her nipples down. Is weird. <laughs> she, on the boobies. <laughs> she cools her nipples down and on then the throws boobies. the ice, which pisses it off. <laughs> yes. Yes. Now each of the ice cubes is young. Pick me, pick me. Because she takes she's a cube. Gonna do. A, she was like an iced coffee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She rubs it on her nips, and Jack is loving it. He said he loves her, and he'll give up all the killings. But then, like Carly said, she throws the cube away, and now he's pissed. Then she asks for iced coffee. She takes a sip and then pulls out one of the cubes, puts it in her mouth and sucks on it for a bit. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm over this you throw me away thing. It's so gross. Mm -hmm. And it makes me feel uncomfortable and dirty just listening to it. (laughs) And then uh, she starts to chew up the ice and then swallows it. Jack is furious. Yeah. So she puts on a scarf and poses. The photographer lines up his shot. And just then her head explodes. And I'm like, I might need you to to rewind that. What the hell just happened? And he's like, her head exploded. Why did her head explode? Because it was decapitated coffee. Oh, God. It's because Jack was in her system. No, no. Because she swallowed don't something. Have, don't explain the decapitated coffee joke. What's wrong with you? Um, then sorry, Jack, what's wrong with me? Jack, Tony was mad at me though. He's like, "Well, you're not paying enough attention." I said, "I don't want to pay attention." <laughs> <laughs> I usually, usually Carly has her phone and just looks at her phone and looks at the TV once in a while. She had her phone up in front of her face and was not watching this movie. Elaine paid attention. Oh god, <laughs> Elaine watched every glorious second. I watched every glorious second Thank too. Thank you. Aside See, from the times when I was texting John. Aside <laughs> from the side of the sitting next to her. <laughs> no, I watched right? at different times. I did send him a text that said we got another Jason X on our hands. <laughs> and I was excited, like, oh good. And then I was let down, like, where's all the porn? There's no porn in this. It's it's more 
it could have been then no. they started a porn scene and then said no 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 keep the clothes on because that's what well, Jason Triple X was that's, this yeah. was we're hinting that this could have uh, turned into porn whatever we're not actually right. going there there, there was they, more you know acts of furtherance than Jason Triple X and whatever so. they shot this on like film wise digital iPhone. camera <laughs> iPhone but it's the same it's like the same with um, soap operas and porn it's that same kind of when you look at it that's the kind of video it is so true story I watched this they watched a whole movie but there's a movie that they made mm-hmm. like once we got together and I shot a movie on an iPhone to prove mm-hmm. they did it mm-hmm. looked better than this fucking movie oh, I believe it. Well, the, well this movie was also in 2000 yeah and it was an if iPhone they had last used, year yeah. <laughs> it's probably better so the camera was, was, was legitimately better so Jack takes the photographer kills him and takes a bunch of pictures while he's doing it which is fucking stupid evidence man what's wrong with you kind of Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also a Polaroid camera, which is... It's also in the year 2000. It's a yeah. Polaroid. That, which makes but it, Jack I mean, operated the camera while he was killing. He's very dexterous for something. He didn't like it with all mittens. of the water. <laughs> he probably... Don't try to... No. No, no, because he can turn into a puddle, so he obviously can make himself in any shape he wants. So all he would have to do is give himself one really long arm. (laughs) Or one really long carrot. Oh, man. I meant carrot, you see. The Sam and the crew are at the archery range when, again, he thinks he hears Jack. He starts looking around, and Anne asks, what the hell is wrong with you? And uh, Marla starts giving him a bunch of shit, say, look, Jack is dead, let it go. Then Agent Manners sneaks up behind him and says, look, we need to talk in private. And then they meet up and Manners explains that he was fired because no one believed his killer snowman rants. Sam says, oh, I hear you. Manners then brings the Captain Fun and says he's an agent disguised. I have to interrupt here no. because Captain Fun apparently is a welcome back from the podcast. Is he? Yes. He was in Thank You for Smoking as reporter number two. Wow. Oh. So welcome back to the podcast. Captain Fun. Good to see he's doing well for himself. Yeah. Well, thank you for smoking. Was definitely a step up from this. Was <laughs> <laughs> there a step down from this? <laughs> I'm just curious. Yeah, I don't know. One of those Neil Breen movies, maybe? <laughs> Sam says this is all great, but he's on vacation. He's not on the clock. Captain Fun has a plan, though. We can have a costume party. It'll make the killer feel safe, and then they'll strike. They'll be able to lure him out. Sam says, so you said this was your plan to cheer me up also, so is this your plan for everything? Captain Fun says, yes. You'd be surprised how many things a, how a costume party will fix. He really is living up to his name, Captain Fun. <laughs> is he, though? <laughs> <laughs> they flash to the party, and Fun is dressed as a skier, and Sam is dressed as a hippie. Uh, Captain Fun offers Sam some food, but he says no, because it has bananas in it. He's highly allergic Manor. Highly allergic. Bananas. B A N A N A. Yes. Manners shows up dressed as a gum, like a gumshoe PI agent type, and Sam says, "What?" And he goes, "Well, it's a double disguise." <laughs> Sam hears Jack, runs into the crowd. He sees what he thinks is a snowman and chases it. He grabs a paddle and continues when he finds a carrot nose on the ground, and then behind him appears a giant snowman. Sam turns around, smashes it in his head, but it falls down. Manners and Captain Fun appear. They take the head off. Whoops, it's the colonel. He's KO'd. He's a Scooby-Doo villain. 
Later in the staff, the kitchen, in the staff kitchen, the colonel reprimands Manners, Fun, and Sam. They apologize, but then Sam sees that the snowman head has a carrot nose. So where did the other carrot come from? <gasps> he said he wasn't on the clock. We get a quick flash of the carrot. Jack's hand picks it up. This is better than the first movie? <laughs> well, I think I was a little drunk in that one. I'm curious. Back in uh, Sam and Ann's bedroom, they fight. I want to get time machine just so I can go back and to, to Tony from 2017. Like, really? Ann is uh, tired of hearing all about Jack Frost, and Sam is almost killed by uh, the poor, almost killed the poor Colonel because he will not let this obsession with Jack Frost go. And then at the pool, a young girl goes for a late night skinny dip. Yes, what? <laughs> yes, she does. So, really, it's time for tit talk. Nipple placement, Carly. Excellent, perfectly fine. Although I think right in the middle, boobs was larger than the other. It doesn't matter. Why did she have to get naked to swim in the pool? I said you get naked during the day to sunbathe. No, you get you, do, you get naked to go skinny dipping because it's the thrill. Yeah, but she went all by herself. This yeah, is it part of the thrill that that you're which, with someone else? Which no, all no. of a sudden. And I thought, this is going to be our Jack Frost sex scene. This is, I, as soon yeah. as she got naked, I was like, here's our sex and scene. And she's in I the water. Joke. I really did. I thought, he's grown as a snowman. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't do that anymore. He's, he's out of his rape phase. Because mm-hmm. I thought, I thought too, this is, I'm like, oh, she's about to get the carrot. Mm-hmm. And I was wrong. <laughs> so uh, she's swimming underwater. She's dunking underwater and up and down and stuff like that. And you can see lots of boobies. Mm-hmm. Jack yeah. comes over. Says he wants to get in, but nope, water's too warm. He has to cool it down a little bit. He sticks his mitten in. This is how magic snowman power. She doesn't seem to notice that the water's getting colder. Well, just no. the top layer. It's only the top that's getting cold. Yeah. Not the whole pool. Right. And the top layer turns to ice. Fluid she, Dynamics 101. She can't get She punches and kicks at the, at the ice, but doesn't The happen. ice gets to be so thick that she can't get out. She drops. Before she notices that the water's cooler. <laughs> She's a weak little woman. Jack is pleased with himself and grabs a beer. And it freezes just as he touches it. Then uh, his cold spreads around the whole island. And the entire island gets covered in ice. This is quite a power. He's a fucking wizard. <laughs> <laughs> There's even a lady sleeping in a beach chair nearby. She freezes weather. solid. And she had her clothes on while a bikini. Yeah. She didn't even get a SAG card because she didn't even get to say anything. <laughs> there, was, there was nothing sagging about her. <laughs> she could have already been dead. You don't know. Then we cut to Sam and Ann's bedroom again. Uh, Jack puts a blanket over Sam while he's sleeping. And Sam uh, asks Ann if she turned up the AC. She reminds him, uh, no, there is no AC. We're at a tropical island. There should be AC. <laughs> there, there's no heat. There should be AC. Right. This isn't Hawaii. This is Pahai. Pahai. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You see those resorts in like Bali that has all the open windows and walls. And depends on how much of a also, breeze you get. from the window to the wall. No, no. But this is this is, this is also really funny. Sorry. Because I noticed this. He gets up and he goes into the bathroom, and when he's in the bathroom, you can see. In the wall of the fucking bathroom, an AC unit. Oh. <laughs> Should have thought of that before they rented the hotel. Go to this movie. Fucking hilarious. Um, anyway, it makes Sam get up. He goes to the bathroom and sees that it's snowing big time outside. It's like I'm having that dream again. He thinks he's sleeping. The one about Claudia Schiffer? He opens the window, gets pegged in the face by a snowball. It's Captain Fun. He's having a snowball fight. 
And he's like, no, this is not the same dream. And uh, now his wife wakes up. She's like, what the hell is happening? And so here, go with me on this here, folks. Friends, listen to me for a second. So you're on a tropical island, and all of a sudden it's snowing, and everybody's fucking giddy and having a snowball fight. I'd be worried. <laughs> I might have to consider my husband is not crazy, and the killer snowman is back. I might just have to just consider it. <laughs> but the colonel explains that this has happened before, about 150 years ago, but it was mostly hail. Okay. Sam tells Anne, it's Jack. Marla says, if the fridge gets too cold, you think it's Jack. Stop with this already. So the bros from the bar are walking around drunk. One of them tells the other <sighs> to put his tongue on a frozen just, pole. We just woke up. Mm-hmm. They're walking around drunk at 9 in the morning, maybe? 5 o'clock, some- <laughs> well, Five o'clock somewhere. I don't know. They're kinda, it's kind of in the middle of the night, isn't it? I don't know. Um, I thought it was like 3 or 4 in the morning. <laughs> so the guy does, puts his tongue on the pole, and it freezes. Then the other guy goes to talk to girls. Because he, he has a warm beer. And he's like, put your tongue on the pole, and then we'll pour the beer over your down the pole onto your mouth, and it'll cool your beer and unstick your tongue. But then he just leaves him stuck there. Meanwhile, dude has his own beer. Yeah. <laughs> he could have poured yeah. his own beer on his tongue and not been stuck. This might be the second plot hole. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so he calls out for help. And some guy comes up behind him. We hear a voice. He says, what's wrong, dude? He goes, my tongue's stuck, bro. Can you help me? He says, no problem. And then he pulls his head off, and it's Jack Frost. And, and his, rips tongue his tongue is Dude's tongue sticks to the pole. Yeah. Gross. Bro. Captain, Captain Fun's running around making snowballs for everybody. And uh, Jack makes a super hard ice ball and throws it so hard that it tears a vacationer's arm <laughs> off. Spraying blood everywhere. But nobody really seems to notice. (laughs) (laughs) She lost her arm and it's spraying blood everywhere, but nobody seems to notice this. It just, everyone's having a good time. (laughs) Then he blasts another dude in the mouth, and then he launches an ice spike into another guy's head. Then he starts spinning, launching super fast ice balls, all all types of ways, all types of targets. And then a few ice spikes into other people, impaling them. People do start to notice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one goes through a guy's mouth and out the back. A man hears the screaming. Sam sees a snow sees the, a snowman out there and confronts it. His friends watch, embarrassed for him. He says, "I've been waiting a long time for this, Jack. I've walked around with a vial of concentrated antifreeze around my neck." And then he walks up and splashes the snowman, but it doesn't react. Because this not. is just a regular snowman. Sam sadly pushes the head off, and it smashes on the ground. And then he turns around to apologize to his friends, but the real Jack Frost appears behind him. But then Agent Manners runs over with a gun, and Jack runs away. I don't know why, but that's what happens. I'm in the third plot hole. They three? Keep, three. Oh, that, Tony can't do math. That's right. <laughs> they keep a... <laughs> we keep alluding that there are more holes than pot in this movie. <laughs> I think you, this was made oh, by I, Swiss. I broke Tony. <laughs> they keep alluding that Jack and Sam are connected. They run into the they run into the suite and start pulling out caulk and uh, things to cement and seal themselves in the room. Like. All Who right. carries around fucking cock on vacation? <laughs> He's That's like, crazy. I just want to be prepared. But do you think his wife would have noticed what he yeah. was fucking like, packing? Like, honey, why are you packing fucking spackling or the, equipment? Or the airport might be like, 
you can't come on board with 10 tons well, of caulk and when cement. When did this movie come out? 2000. Yeah, you could. You could. <laughs> <laughs> it's pre-9-11. No, no, even, even pre-9-11, you come on with that much caulk, they might say something. They might say something. They might want to know. They might be like... You're gonna do some I like caulk as much as the next guy, but hey, look, just because it was pre 9 11, I'm a big fan of the caulk. Look, just because it was pre 9 11 doesn't mean they didn't inspect your bags. John and I were actually watching the guys Die Hard to this 2. I'm dying right now. John and I were watching Die Hard 2 the other day. Yeah, and the one and there's a no, but there's a little lady that has a taser on a plane, and I'm like, they wouldn't let her take a taser on the plane. He's like, it's pre 9 11. I'm like, he's still. Let you take a taser on a plane. Dude, pre-9-11, they were like, juggling machine guns when they walked through. They're like, all right, what's in the purse? Oh, that's a gun. All right, keep going. <laughs> Hurry but up, the line's getting long. Maybe they wouldn't have let her take it on the plane, but if it was in her checked bag, they probably would have been. Probably. Like, yeah. But yeah, but she just had it in like her mini. Pre-9-11 was great. Bunch of caulk in you your suitcase. You walk right to the gate Whatever. with somebody. You don't know why you have it, but you're not doing anything with it on the plane. Now, it's if you have a, uh, too much mouthwash. That's true. He did check that bag, I assume. I One know. asshole with a bomb in We didn't shooter. see we how big this yeah. plane was. Maybe it fits in the overhead compartment. <laughs> <laughs> so Agent Manners and Sam decide to go uh, warn the rest of the guests, that they, and they have super soakers filled with antifreeze. The two of them sneak around and try to figure as out. as they pump them, it sounds like you're racking a shotgun. Yeah. It's a nice touch. The fuck? <laughs> so the two of them sneak around, they try to figure out. This is the biggest, you know, it took me out of the movie right there. That's five plot That took me out of the movie. That, right? that? That was it. I'm like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> To figure out how Jack knew that Sam was there. We cut to Joanne and Marla. Joe thinks that because Jack was stabbed, uh, because Jack stabbed Sam at the end of the last movie and they fell into the antifreeze together, maybe Sam's DNA is now part of Jack's. Fucking Joe's a genius. Good guess, Joe. <laughs> Joe also guessed the lotto numbers. Yeah. So this is why Sam can hear Jack in his head and... I don't, we don't know whether it affected Jack in any way yet. <laughs> this is a real Harry Potter Voldemort, Voldemort situation here. So you telling me no. that J.K. Rowling stole her entire deal off Jack Frost too? Pretty much. No, yes. no, I'm pretty sure she. Pretty wrote... sure that first book had come out before this pretty movie came. Definitely. out. I'm gonna go with she stole it from Jack Frost too. I think that's true. Yeah. Yeah. accurate. That math checks out. Mm. Mm-hmm. All so the Harry is... Potter movies came out after this. Maybe it's all that matters. We don't talk about the books on the movie podcast. Apparently, John can't Sometimes math today either. <laughs> well, I've been breathing all day. <laughs> Manners and Sam continue to stalk around when they come across Bobby, the colonel, and Captain Fun hiding in the kitchen. Sam explains to them all about Jack Frost, his origins, powers, etc. Then he pauses, but they don't laugh at him like everyone else does. So he's like, okay, that's cool. Usually everyone laughs at me. They said... Um. But we've witnessed. We've seen some shit, dude. We might believe you. Mm-hmm. He says we have to seal the cracks and we need to find some antifreeze. Captain yeah, put Fun. the caulk in the crack. <laughs> Stop. Don't leave Back thing. to Elaine's porn theories. <laughs> so Captain Fun says, great, we're on Tropical Island. I'm sure there's tons of antifreeze here. Bobby says, wait, isn't coolant and antifreeze pretty much the same thing? And uh, we got drums of that for the generators. For the uh, island's power generators or whatever. He's yeah, like, great. So they all get together and set a trap. They empty out a small pond, fill it with an fill it with antifreeze, and cover it with a white sheet and a little bit of snow. Then Sam, he's going to be the bait. He waits near the pond, and everyone else is hiding nearby. In the suite, Anne notices a dripping faucet and shuts it off. Like turns the thing, makes it tighter, and shuts it off. Has no bearing on the movie. Never comes up again. <laughs> Just thought we'd put another minute on that runtime. <laughs> 
outside. Jack Make appears. us think. Make us think. Jack's gonna show uh, up. Misdirection. <laughs> outside, Jack appears next to Sam. Says, "Hey, how's it going?" <laughs> Jack's uh, goes for Sam, but <laughs> trips. <laughs> yeah. The snowman. That might be plots fall six. The snowman trips and falls into the end. Telling you, the sweater oh. of this movie is just an old lady's mixed bag of yarn. He falls into the goo. And that's the amazing. He freeze and melts into goo. Everybody starts to celebrate. Yay! And I was like, "Cool, movie over." Yes. But Jack solidifies and says, "It hurts, but does not work as well as it used to." The antifreeze. And I said. Fuck. <laughs> he's all melty looking, but he's fine. Sam says, how is that possible? Jack says that he's still mutating. But before he finishes, he pukes up a snowball. <laughs> and then is confused, so he runs away. Sam becomes a bit uh, incoherent after all this because the antifreeze didn't work. So he just starts mumbling and fumbling yeah, all he over. He legit the has a breakdown. <laughs> like one, like um, fucking Jim Carrey. Carrie's character at the end of Batman. <laughs> yeah. Starts walking around with the fucking... With the car. I'm Batman. <laughs> yeah. And straight jacket. Seriously. Um, Joe and Marla collect the snowball. Hey, we should watch Batman and Robin. <laughs> Do experiments on it. Yeah, Mr. Freeze, you know? And cool potty. Chill. Uh, Manners continues to lurk around with... Is there the, something about... Wait a minute. Let me, let me stop you here. Okay. Has nothing to do. So Mr. Freeze... There's a, lot, <laughs> there's a lot of puns in Batman and Robin. Jack yes. Frost has a lot of puns. So what you're saying is... Good if, movies. if you... Yeah. And <laughs> they, have, they share a character. If you have a Frost characteristic in your character, you have to use bad puns? Yeah. Um, I... That math checks out. Who, who it, says that they're bad puns? Uh, All puns are Everybody. Great. All puns are great. That's what makes them puns. No, that's not punny. Tony is a pun lover, so he I, I do like a good pun, and all puns are good puns. There's no such thing as a bad pun. because That's not um, true. What about big pun? Are you sure? Yeah. Right here to call me big pun. Hit you with the big gun. He was a great pun, and it's a shame that he is a no longer one. And he doesn't want to be a player anymore. He's not a player. He just crushes a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Tony? Back at the kitchen, <laughs> Bobby, the Colonel, and Captain Fun, Anne, and Marla are all watching the snowball. It's been 20 minutes inside in the heat, and it has not melted a bit. Joe Sam keeps is, insisting that it's just a snowball. Uh, Sam is still in the corner mumbling like an idiot, and then it hatches it into hatches. a snowball. No, it hatches into a fucking teleskop. It's a baby Jack Frost. It's just like a little snow baby, and they're like, oh, it's so cute. He calls Captain Fun, da-da. Captain Fun thinks it's so cute and says, I'll be your dad, dad. He says, kill dad, dad. Then it says, kill dad, dad. And creates an icicle and rams it through Captain Fun's eye. Which is John's favorite part of the movie. (laughs) Bobby smashes it with a skillet, but it just reforms. Anne scoops it up and puts it in a blender and purees it, but it reforms. And it's like, that was fun. Then uh, they all have suggestions for what to do next. Microwave, steam, wrap it in a scarf. Manners is still out in the woods, stalking around, and he finds a strange storage shed, which is hard to say. He turns the <laughs> lights on, and it's covered in many Jack Frosts. He picks one up, and is looking at it when he gets a call on his walkie-talkie. It's Anne. She says, have you found any more mini snowmen? He says, yeah, I'm looking at one right now. She says, well, don't touch it. They'll kill you. He says, I'll file that in things I should have known five minutes ago, folder. <laughs> The snowballs all giggle. One bites off three of his fingers on his hand, and then they all jump on him and eat him. Mm-hmm. 
And he will now, not be in Jack Frost 3. It's going to so take 16 surgeries to fix him this Jack time. Jack looks confused or something when he puked up the original snowball. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, did he just disintegrate into 50,000 snowballs? Because there's so many in this shed. <sighs> there's a lot of them. There's so many in this shed. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. We cut back to the kitchen. Mini Jack is in a waffle maker. When they open it, he reforms and says, Toasty. Anne says they're indestructible. Bobby says, well, he's just going to hide until the supply boat comes in tomorrow. Anne says, no, we have to go and catch them all. Put them in, put them in a bunch of containers. Um, like Pokemon? We can't let them, them get off, off the, the island. island. Got to catch them all. Pokemon. She's going to save the day. Oh, God. Yeah, Anne really takes charge here. So, Anne. <laughs> so, she tapes a bunch of uh, Cook- shit all over her. She tapes cookie sheets to her body. <laughs> and I'm like, look, this is so bizarre. They all somehow have some sort of winter gear because they're all now in sleeves and pants. And now she has covered herself in like aluminum foil and sheet pants. Look, she is not. She's not going to go down this time. She's going to take this. She says, I ain't going out like that. How many pages you got left? You got what? Eight pages left? 70 more pages. Oh, fuck me. Running. I I got the extended edition. Now. 132 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> now this movie just kind of says fucking and just starts copying gremlins. Some of the mini jacks. I did get some gremlin vibes off of these snowballs. Some of the mini jacks are spinning on turntables. They're riding skateboards. They're drinking mixed drinks, swinging on lights. Uh, most are eating human body parts. Yeah, what the hell? Joe finds one in a Christmas tree. Uh, he hooks up a wet vac and sucks it in. Then he switches it from suck to blow and blasts it into a plastic container. Mega made. Then he says, sucks, doesn't it? That wasn't funny. The colonel hunts through the forest. He comes across a sleeping one. But when he goes to capture it, he realizes it was a trap, and there's hundreds of them in Hall's ass. Like Admiral Akbar. Mm. Clever girl. Like Jurassic Park. Anne looks around the bar. She finds a group of survivors and tries to help them, but they get ambushed by a pack of little jacks. One, conf- one confronts Anne. She starts throwing mixed drinks on it, and I guess to get in its eyes and blind it? I don't mm. know. The third drink she throws is a yellow one, and it, when it hits it, it explodes. Anne takes the cup to Bobby and asks him, okay, what the hell is, what this? The hell is in this drink? No, like, it's not the time for cocktails. First, yeah. I mean, really, Maybe it's an it end is. of the world party time <laughs> yeah. to me as far as I'm concerned, yeah. but... So Marla, like like Carla said, Marla says this ain't time to, to the cocktails. Ain't time to switch drink, swap drink recipes. And says, no, no, this drink killed one of them. So what's in it? Bobby tastes it. Ah, it's a banana daiquiri, mon. It's a special <laughs> banana daiquiri. I like how Tony keeps saying whatever, mon. <laughs> that's that's Jamaican. Oh, you just throw mon on no. me. No, <laughs> that's how you speak Jamaican, mon. You're making no. me crazy. Would you stop it? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Stan, who's still incoherent. Says, uh, no, I don't want a banana daiquiri. I'm allergic to bananas. And that's when Anne gets it. <gasps> so is Jack Frost. And so are the little Jacks. They've inherited Sam's banana allergy. What? <laughs> no, that makes sense. I mean, it does. The, no, the no. what is because it actually does fucking make sense. <laughs> if they're connected because of their mingled essences, it does actually make sense. Which is Will Sam explode if you give him banana? <laughs> such a fucking Then it doesn't shame. make sense. Actually, so. would Sam explode if you give him banana? And does Sam have ice powers? He should explore this. Mm. <laughs> Perhaps not the banana part. So Marla just starts. Yet. Marla <laughs> starts to laugh her ass off at the ridiculousness, uh, but then says, "Fuck it." 
and they uh, put the captured snowball in the blender again, but this time with a banana. And once it blend, once it's blended, it dies. So we cut to everyone peeling bananas and throwing them into a huge pot. Bobby dumps any banana flavored alcohol drinks that he this has in it. Also, by oh the yes, way. It's this gross. banana slurry they make. They're oh. like with their teeth. Just chewing the, the tops is, off bananas. I'm not a big banana fan, whatever. I could, you could smell it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. watching it, you're like, I think I can smell this fucking banana I coming off of this. I didn't smell it. It was like a smell of it. They're vision. using oh. their hands to crush the bananas. I called you on the phone to tell you about it. Oh, that would have been interesting. gross. So then we get a slow montage. Well, I'll smell you later. All right. We'll get, get a slow montage of the crew chasing down and blasting all the little jacks with banana juice-filled super soakers. Sad music plays as we follow a badly wounded little it's Jack. It whimpers and limps away from the carnage. It's crying, summons Jack Frost. He picks up the little Jack and pets its head. There, there. Which, how did he not get banana on his oven mitts? The little Jack. How come this one didn't explode? <laughs> the little Jack touches his carrot nose one last time, then dies. A single tear rolls down Jack Frost's charcoal eye. Tony and I are watching this together, and he's like, do you need a minute? Do you need a tissue? <laughs> Carly was pretty upset. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, I assume she was upset. You made her watch this fucking piece of shit movie. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Maybe. Could be great. Jack looks at the camera and says, I'm going to spite yay this. Now it's killing time. Spite yay. <laughs> You'll be the only one because there's no way Tony's yay this. <laughs> he goes, not going to get many yays out of this one, I guess. Just Elaine and John and me. <laughs> so the crew is uh, cleaning up all the mess. Colonel says, hey, no worries. We can hose the whole place down. Say the boat didn't drop anyone off and we'll be open by the end of the week. Yeah. Bobby what? looks at him like, what? <laughs> are you Mom. fucking crazy? Mom? Mom? <laughs> what is with this Colonel and where are they that that could happen? Because we got 18 bodies, Mom. <laughs> Just then. Tony's Jamaican accent is awesome. <laughs> Just then. <laughs> <laughs> Just then, an ice spike rams through the colonel's Ooh. mouth, and Bobby's throat is slit. They both die immediately, Mom. Thank God. I mean, Poor Bobby. Um, he was the best. Marla, Marla and Joe realize it's after midnight, and it was supposed and to be... you can't feed them after midnight. <laughs> it's their wedding day. It's their wedding day. They do a quick little vow to each other, and Jack appears. Um, he says, I now pronounce you fucking dead. <laughs> Marla and John haul ass and lock themselves into a walk-in freezer. And that's it for them for the rest of the movie. Jack comes Where, in. Would you be safe from Jack Frost in a freezer? We're gonna you're, not, <laughs> you're not safe from Jack Frost anywhere. Yeah, that's true. That's not true. Watertight doors. <laughs> the sun. I mean, they don't have any cock. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> so Jack comes in They'll and says... will find a way to stay warm in there. <laughs> Jack comes in and says, hibbity, hibbity, hibbity. <laughs> But first, he wants to kill the bitch who killed his family. He means Anne. Mm -hmm. She tries to run, but he forms an ice cube around her, like an ice box. Like an ice Iron Maiden. Oh my god. And then he starts to have icicles poke through, kind of like an Iron Maiden. Mm -hmm. uh, she gets stabbed, and Jack laughs. Anne starts to taunt Jack. You should have heard your baby scream, Jack. Jack shrinks down to normal size. Says, baby, you're missing the point. And then Sam runs in. Hey, Jack, get this point. And he has a bow and arrow with a banana tied to it. Just the peel. 
<laughs> Sorry, it's so dumb. <laughs> he shoots Jack, and Jack says, oh, fuck, and explodes into a huge mess all over the room. A foam. It looked like the State Puff Marshmallow like Man exploded. It's like cream all over the floor. No, it's the, it's the State Puff Marshmallow. It's the exact <laughs> same stuff. Sam screams Anne's name and digs through all the sludge until finally he finds her. He pulls and her amazingly, out, and she's alive. It's love. Amazingly. It's too blatant. She, she says, survives. She says, fuck, I hate Christmas. Sam carries her away. Now in the credits, we see a Japanese uh, boat captains moving along the sea. They scream as they see something uh, on the I- that the island is covered in snow. Apparently, Jack has mutated again to Godzilla size. Um, and then a big carrot falls on the boat. That was supposed to be there. Because in the third one, he was supposed to grow to Godzilla size, and it was going to be, he was a kaiju, like a giant mutant snowman kaiju. Why, mm-hmm. are, you, why are you looking yeah. at me like that? <laughs> that was that. Thank God that never and happened. That, and that's the end. But No, it didn't happen because what's-his-name died in an oh, avalanche. Right, avalanche. All right, all right. That's horrible. That is horrible. Then there's also an after credit scene. Um, oh, my every, God, I didn't stay oh, for that. I after watched credits. it. Well, the after credit scene is everybody leaves the island. But Joe and Marla are stuck in the freezer, so they die. Oh, no! And that's it. I didn't know there was an after credits. I didn't watch the credits. I turned it off. That's upsetting. You missed. I missed it. Missed out. Would you say I missed out? Uh, I mean, I told you what it was. Yeah. It's like some of those Marvel things. You're like, you didn't have to stay. It's just what happens. Yeah. It's pretty much the same thing. Then you hear Iron Man's hammer banging. Clang, clang, clang. Hey, we should watch Endgame. Okay. So what did you think of it, Carly? Oh, Okay. <laughs> that was a deep breath. My favorite characters, I have two, Ooh, were Anne, tight. the wife, and the Jamaican fellow. can't oh. remember his name. Bobby. 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 My least favorite character, I wrote pretty much everyone else. <laughs> I don't have one least. I pretty much hated everybody else. My favorite scene is the Snowball Baby Massacre. My favorite line, and I decided to go with the one that Tony said like five minutes ago, where he's like, we'll just say, we'll close off the island and we'll just say the boat or the plane came and nobody was on it. He Mm. says, You've got 18 bodies. My favorite tertiary object is Captain Fun. What's his name? Captain, Captain Fun. 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 Captain Fun. The scarf he's wearing when it snows. It's like a cartoon. It doesn't lay down. It just oh, yeah, it sticks, sticks up. Out. <laughs> Behind There's him wires in the, the whole time. I forgot about that. And it made me laugh. And I am naying. What? I'm sorry. Hard naying. Wow. This awful, awful movie. John, can you get that knife out of my back? I can't, <laughs> I, I, I can't reach it. Okay. Oh, no, he can't because it just melted. It was an ice. Oh. <laughs> That's not very ice. Go ahead, John. Oh. My uh, favorite character is Ashley because she died early. <laughs> wow. Wow. The anvil she girl? She was on Buffy. <laughs> yes. Because, uh, you know, she wasn't in it very long, so we'll she go. She was smart. <laughs> my least favorite character is Michael Cooney, who wrote this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And directed it. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's two strikes. That's a good pull. Mm-hmm. My favorite scene is when Captain Fun dies. Uh-huh. <laughs> to be fair, it was awesome. My favorite tertiary object I already told you was the ice anvil because why the fuck not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, my favorite line is, oh, come on, Sam. We don't even know if it's Jack Frost. No, Maria. It's probably another walking, talking snowman that everybody's talking about. Good, good pick. Is uh, that your stick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I have got to yay that. Nope, I'm just oh. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you got my hopes up and then you snatched them away. No, this is gonna get. This is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> this is. I actually, don't, don't say ever. Bay? Don't say ever because I got more movies coming. <laughs> ever. Like I actually sent Elaine a text. Where she said, "This is the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> this is the worst nay I've ever seen. This is the, why are you so in the May Bay section? Strong May Bay. It's a strong nay. <laughs> this is the worst movie I've ever seen. Like, did they person ever even? What? Just. Oh man. Fuck you. I should have done Thanks Killing. It would have made this. A easier to do. I once saw a movie called Hobo with a Shotgun. Did nice. you hate this? Is under that. You hated this more than the Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel. I will watch that. Year. I will watch that again if I promise you. I don't have to watch anything else in the Jack Frost fucking series. Well, you don't because there isn't anymore. Good. So I make that one. So <laughs> if if you make it, we'll give input. It'll be a better. That's true. That's true. No plot holes in that one, Elaine. Okay. So, my favorite character is um, Agent Manners. Mm-hmm. He was my least favorite character of the original, but this one wow. was fucking hilarious. Way to go, Agent Manners. Way to turn it around. He really turn it. Did. He did a real image and Poots 180 on me. Ooh, I enjoyed it. Um, Dudes with the Poots. My like least favorite character is Captain Fun. <laughs> really? Oh, my God. Captain Fun. I'm so glad when he died. I was waiting for it the whole time. I hated Captain Fun. Um, my favorite scene is the birth of the snowball baby in the oh, kitchen God. and one of the reasons it's my favorite is one because he kills captain fun and two when they t- try to kill it and they're thinking of all the ways to torture it like they're the looks on their faces <laughs> like they have lost all touch with reality and they've become criminal like they're criminally insane, insane. it's crazy um <clears throat> my favorite line is happens that when uh, manners comes up to sam at the archery and is like meet me he says meet me in reception in 10 minutes and sam goes well if it's so important why don't you talk to me about it right here and manners comes back with this gem i have to pee (laughs) (laughs) which is fair i laughed out loud (laughs) it's my only laugh out loud um my favorite tertiary object is the Snowmington International Airport. Because <laughs> what the motherfuck? Because she thinks it might be suspect. That might now, actually <laughs> be real. Um, that, that might, yeah. So here's the situation. I'm obviously going to name this. A, it's bad. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I actually think it might. If you are even a little bit intrigued, please go watch Jack Frost 1. That's what I'm going to say. Because it, it kind of rate. It kind of turned me around on the first movie. Like, it raised my nay from the first one up to a maybe on a personal level. Like, I might watch that one again. Okay, 2017 called, and they said no. But I'm (laughs) never going to watch this again. It's nay. (laughs) Tony? Uh, Okay. Favorite character? Also Agent Manners. It's good. I like the eye patch, too. It's a strong choice. Oh, okay. Least favorite character? Marla. Mm. Even though she played Martha. Martha. Favorite line? John Took. You're welcome. Favorite scene is the, uh, I guess it was snubbed at the Oscars, but when Jack picks up the baby and it's dying <laughs> and the tear rolls down. I mean, 
I have a little bit of Klimt just thinking about it. Tony got all the feels. My favorite tertiary oh. object is Sam's vial of concentrated antifreeze that he I carried around his throat for a, for a year. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. And I, of course, will nay this. <laughs> and Tony, not only is the first person to nay his own movie, now he's the second person to nay his own movie. Jesus Christ. So he's really uh, I'm not quite as mad about this one as I was about Jason. No, I really Expo. need to know. How the fuck did you say with a straight face this is better than the first one? I don't know. I, I probably didn't remember. He misremembered. <laughs> and I was drunk as shit in the first episode listening to it again. I was like, wow, I'm slurring. I think he was just trying to make us feel better. Like, I think the next was... one is better. Like, they grow from here. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I really wish I'd have done that instead. I don't think it was that he was drunk as shit when we recorded the first episode, which probably was. He might have been high as balls, too. <laughs> but I think he was drunk as shit every time he's seen this movie. <laughs> that might be true. He said more than once that the second one is better than the first. Definitely like this too. is just a thing that I that I thought was just facts. <laughs> it's, it's not facts. It's shiznit. <laughs> it's lies. Some of your credibility. I kind of wish. Fella. I kind of wish I could have caught you guys before you watched it and go. Tell me what you think this is gonna be. About. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be better than the other one. I mean, we'll just leave it that. Carly, there's a lot better icicle dust in this movie though. I'm gonna put it out. No, there. just let's stop talking about it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So please find us on Facebook.com/slash The Underappreciated Movie Podcast on Instagram at Unmovie Podcast Dogs on Twitter at Unmovie Podcast. Oh my God, the worst song you ever. You can email Unmovie Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you've seen this, let us know what you thought. If you haven't, don't. <laughs> no one thinks you should watch this movie. Ben, do you have thoughts? Have you seen this? Oh, has, I'm sure. Has Tony forced you to watch this too? I actually got mad at Tony at the end of this. I was like, this motherfucker made me watch this piece of shit. For I tried real. to get Ben to watch it. He moved. <laughs> <laughs> Good move. Good move. <laughs> Next week on the podcast is Carly's pick. All right, so I was really having a hard time trying to find a Christmas movie I wanted to do. Tell you to step up this piece of shit. Already done so many great Christmas movies over the years. Jack Frost Two, Just yeah. Friends. <laughs> so Jack I decided Frost. every time I mention that I've never seen this movie, people are super shocked. You so I decided to do out. one that I have not seen. Elf. 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 Is that underappreciated? No. It doesn't have to be. It's my Christmas movie pick. Last year we did Gremlins. <laughs> I wanted to do Gremlins. And the year before we did Love Actually. That's a great movie. Don't so, you say anything bad about Love I'm Actually. I'm just saying I can pick any movie for Christmas. It's my. But favorite. you don't like Will Ferrell. I know, but I need to see this movie. So we'll find out. Do I like it or not? Okay. Well, she might like it enough that she'll feel it in her fingers. It's funny that you find people house? are surprised you've never seen it. I'm not surprised you've never seen it. <laughs> you don't like Will Ferrell. You also don't like movies. But it has like <laughs> it has like an eighty something percent of Rotten Tomatoes. People love this movie. I think Tony doesn't like movies. <laughs> Tony doesn't like us. 